What's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of the Justin O.D. Show podcast. Someone's on Twitter said I should call it the Justin O.D. Show. So we're going to play around with that. But today we actually have our first guest on the show. He is a fellow YouTube creator, also makes awesome tutorials on a lot of the same stuff I do. A YouTube OG. He's been on the platform since 2006, maybe earlier as far as I know. Uh, editor, photographer, creator, all that he is Nathaniel Dodson, aka Tupfid. You guys might know him as Tupfid. Little audience applause. <laughs> that's where you. That's What's where up, you man? At. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm pumped to be the first guest. Yeah. Uh, that. So, if you're not following on Twitter, um, you watched the first episode, and thank you to everyone that watched the first episode all the way. There was like. I thought nobody was gonna watch it, but there was a good like dozen people that watched it all the way. Yeah, it was. And that's dude. It was a it was a good show. It was. It, it, normally, I'm one of those guys who gets like seventy percent through a lot of YouTube videos, and then it's sort of like, all right, ready to pass this one over. But I listened to all whatever it was fifty three or fifty nine minutes. It was fifty eight. I was trying to hit the hour mark for my <laughs> solo shows, and I <laughs> I messed that part up. But yeah. Well, and and like like every true YouTuber, the videos you think will do the worst end up doing much better than you ever expect. <laughs> yeah, so so um, we just had a bit of a, a a warm up chat that was really good. But um, as soon as you put the recorder on, it's it's like you're under pressure. But we were talking about um, there's a lot of notes I have written down here actually. So I guess I'll just get into them because. Uh, I do have to remember that not everyone I've been following you for a long time because we kind of do the same thing, but you know, maybe not everyone knows who you are. So I introduced you a little bit, but if you were to introduce yourself to someone who's first hearing about you right here, um, like give us a quick intro to like, what would you say you do? I, I would say that like if I'd introduce myself to somebody for the first time and specifically the channel Tutvid, T-U-T-V-I-D, if, you, if you're interested in design or visual stuff, whether that's graphic design, photography, videography, video editing, you'll find something you like on the channel. I mean, that's kind of what it's geared to. I, I kind of take everything I'm interested in. I, I, and I do love web design as well, but that's a little bit too much to wrap into the channel as well because coding is its own yeah. beast. Um, but any, any sort of visual art stuff that I enjoy, whether it's, you know, calligraphy which i haven't really done anything on calligraphy yet but maybe someday uh all the way through to you know photography and retouching photos graphic design print layout stuff uh i try i try to really touch on all of it over over on the channel including premiere pro stuff and and i'm getting ready to start doing every other week in after effects tutorial as well uh which is kind of sort of how we bumped it actually no we bumped into each other through photoshop stuff yeah actually um we actually did a collaboration if you guys if a lot of people probably don't know. If you go on my channel, there's a playlist called Collaborations, and you can see both my the video on Nathaniel's channel and my channel. We did a little Photoshop tutorial, and uh, that's that is how we bumped into each other. Yeah, I think was, I I knew your channel before that. That though. was that was a while ago. It feels like it was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, and that's <laughs> like calling back to the first podcast. That was maybe like a year ago. You think? Yeah, at it least. was about eight months ago. Yeah, it was it was a yeah. while ago. Yeah, calling back to the first podcast, I mentioned how there was a time where I just was like going all in, like trying, reaching out to every single person <laughs> I could. You were one of the only people that responded, That's especially my channel was smaller at the time. I'm sure more people respond. 
now, but you were one of the only people that responded. And I think you good had, on you. I think Thank you had less you. than a hundred thousand subscribers. I had like sixty thousand. Yeah, sixty. Well, yeah, you got right about sixty thousand. You got to be able to recognize talent coming up. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, we're no, not going to each all, other's butts in, here. All in, in all seriousness, though, I had um, a photographer, Douglas Saunders, who's a commercial photographer. He was based out of D.C. and and New York City. I think he's out in L.A. now. He's he's all over the place all the time. He's actually a great follow on Instagram. Um, one of the things that he said that has always stuck with me was, and I'm 27, I'm not saying like I'm 50 years old, I'm getting ready to get yeah. out of this game or anything, but yeah. it was like, you know, there's, there's always somebody younger and hungrier than you are. So instead of like kicking dust in like the kids' faces, try to lift people up and, and help other people yeah. out. Like just because somebody wants to be subscribed to your channel doesn't mean they can't be subscribed to mine, you know, and just because somebody subscribed to mine, like why can't I send subscribers to you? You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be this game where it's like, oh no, Justin is seeing success. I need to find a way to tear him down or, or you know, this other person. And I wasn't I, seeing success. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but, but look at how, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it what, you know, I, I mean, you could argue whether or not any of us are successful, but you know what I'm saying? Like you're, <laughs> you're way beyond 60,000 subscribers down. Yeah. And it wasn't like I I looked at it like, oh, this kid's gonna, this kid's gonna make it big, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna demand no. 10 percent someday. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, and and I, I follow the same mindset as you, because I, I've done a podcast with one of my subscribers who has like no subscribers. I just like the kid, and I think he's like a good kid. I've literally spent like three hours on Skype with him and did a podcast for his podcast that he's trying to start up. So I'm definitely not one of those type of people either, because I. And, and to, to that point, a lot of people that kind of, I do get a chip on my shoulder though, as bad as that is, I guess. But a lot of people that, uh, like brushed me off or ignored me or like, oh yeah, you know, you can give me your ideas and, uh, I'll get back to you. Yeah. A lot of the same people like emailed me after constantly like, Hey, when are we going to work together? When are we going to work together? Right. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little petty, but <laughs> yeah, no, but I know, the thing I know what is, you're saying. It's, it's kind of yeah, like. You didn't give it's, me the time of day, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And what you're doing is smarter because like, let's say someone like me does end up, you know, develop, we have, a. there's more value to it than just the video that we created. Cause the videos that we create, I think they're, they're not doing bad. I think they both have like 10,000 views compared to when we first put them out, but mm -hmm. it's, there's, there's more value to the collaboration and to anyone out there who wants to collaborate than the one piece of video that you make together because then we have a, we've established a relationship and a connection. And then let's say I start something like this podcast or you, or you need help with something or you need someone else that's in the similar community like me, I can be, you know, I can support your stuff and you can support my stuff and it's just help. It's just more beneficial for everybody, you know, rather than thinking very short mindedly. Yeah. And, and I think like the most valuable thing on YouTube isn't views. It's not subscribers. It's not the money like the most. And, and maybe this goes for pretty much any business. The, the most valuable thing out there is people, you yeah. know, and if you can make those connections, like genuine connections, not just like, oh, this guy would be great for my company. Like those yeah. kind of relationships. Yeah. You might blow up quick and then you're going to burn out quick, too. You know, it's like you're going to be that that bright shooting star that burns so bright, but then is dead and everybody forgets about you, uh, you know, metaphorically. Um, and it's, you know, I mean, yeah, you might be, you, you could have been the next Jake Paul of, of yeah. Premiere Pro tutorials or something, <laughs> getting a hundred million views a month. And, uh, that's a good point. And, um, that's a good point too, like considering the different ceilings of things, but I totally forgot what I was going to say. And it was a really poignant point, but, um, 
That's podcasting for you. <laughs> Going back to yeah, we're still I'm still roughening out the edges here as a podcast <laughs> host, conversator, interviewee, interviewer, sorry. But um Actually, going back to something you said earlier, you said uh, when I asked you to introduce yourself, what do you tell people you do who, not online, not like my audience, what do you tell like the dude you met at the restaurant? What do you tell your wait, your waiter that asks? <laughs> this is something that I've I've been struggling to figure out how to answer. I, 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 I tell... I, sometimes I... Yeah. <laughs> I tell... Sometimes every, I say I make videos. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> I tell I tell the normies, the non-YouTube people. The normies, yeah. yes. What do you tell the normies? <laughs> I tell them that I run a digital publishing company for educational content. It's that just, is so it, fancy. How long just, did it take it, you? I don't know. It just came to me one day, and I was like, it's kind of what I do. But, you know, and, and if we get we get any deeper, I'm like, yeah, I, I just run a YouTube channel. And, and you know, and then I, I, I never try to like, oh, you know, I've got X number of subscribers. Yeah, you know? no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm this big deal because that <laughs> just seems like pretentious and douchey. Um, but, you know, uh, sometimes people go look me up and they'll be like, whoa, you didn't tell me you were famous. I'm like, well, with I good reason, that. because I'm not famous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no. why I'm not telling you I'm famous. Um, yeah. But it's either way, it's fun. I mean, usually people are just like, oh, wow, that's cool. You teach, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a good way to think about it. I teach. Yeah. And it's, you know. Yeah, that's what I put in my bio now because I was trying to figure out like, all right, what is it? So I was like, OK, I'm an, I'm an editor. I guess I'm a teacher and I guess I'm a creator in general so i put those three things in my instagram you know how everyone puts yeah. in their instagram like yeah, of course filmmaker entrepreneur it, the, the, <laughs> real, the real fun i don't know if your grandparents are still around but like when my grandparents ask me about like so what did you, Some did you them, do yeah. you know and it's like trying to ex <laughs> you know explain to my grandfather well i need to snapchat something and he's like snap what <laughs> I, I don't think my grandma knows my grandma still like doesn't she just lectures me i'm like why aren't you trying to find a job <laughs> yeah well that's 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 the normie way of life no <laughs> no, no i i remember uh, i just tell people i've been i've been like f f figuring out my sentence like you seem like you have your sentence down i've been trying to tell people like uh, I started out with, uh, I have a website. I, do, I have a website. And then that's always like, well, that, oh, cool. that sounds super creepy too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying, Justin. Up, and then, there, uh, up there in Michigan with your website, huh? Yeah. <laughs> then I, uh, then I told, then I, then I said like, I, uh, I edit videos. I edit a lot of videos. I do a lot of video editing. And then, and then they're like, what kind of videos do you That sounds edit? even worse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I, I've stuck with, uh, I think the last one I did, some guy at the gym asked me, is uh, I said, I, uh, I teach people how to make videos and I make videos. Yeah. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And then they're always like, oh, yeah, maybe that maybe that can work for you someday. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It, it always... Uh, it always uh, in in i'm always curious about like me i'm a curious person so if anyone ever said that to me i would dig a little deeper but i always like wonder some people just don't dig deeper they're just like oh yeah cool i, I think it's like I, I think it was like a um a tim ferris book i think it was um or no or sorry, work seth, week. seth godin yeah. Uh, he wrote a book called The Icarus Deception, which is an amazing, saw, yeah. amazing I've book. I've read some of his if books. If you've never read it, one. it's the of his books that I've read, far and away the best. It's just such a poignant book. I think it's so good when you consider the current state of like education, especially in America, but probably the majority of the Western world, um, and just so much of what goes on in business. But he makes this point in that book that um, he's talking about like business meetings and just like the stupidity of 
the the boss coming in and saying, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to do this other thing. Does anybody have any questions? Well, at that point, nobody wants to ask a question, right? Because then they're going to feel yeah. like they're usurping the authority of the boss or whatever. And he, he's kind of making this argument that the creative boss, the boss that wants to make art, is the one that comes in and says, you guys talk. Tell me what you think. But the, all of this to make the point that, leading back to your point about curiosity, it just like people are just afraid to ask like the question that would that would dare lead them outside the box of of like mediocrity and i don't and i don't use the term mediocrity disparagingly necessarily but just like the idea that you can be radically different and successful most people are so terrified of it because they either have student loans or they want that that house you know with the 30-year mortgage and they they want to be able to lease a car and all this other stuff and like i i've always lived uh, ever since I was like 12, like from a very young age, I remember thinking about this stuff and I'm just like, I don't want to do all that stuff. Like I yeah. want, I want to have freedom. I want to be able to, to even, even if I had to live like beneath my means far beyond uh, many other people around me, you know, most, most, I'm 27. Most, most people, well, not most, but a good chunk of people my age who I'm friends with or like online friends with, they've gone and bought homes and all this other stuff. I'm still renting an apartment and you know, my, my studio space here. Um, but I'm comfortable with it because by the time I'm 40, I'm going to actually own my house and it's going to be a, a man, not maybe not a mansion, but it's going to be like my, yeah, mansion. you have high you know goals. What I mean? yeah. Right. But, but it's like, you're going to be paying off your mortgage till you're ready to retire and you're going to retire and die. I don't want that to be, I don't want to live a life where I'm waking up every day to go to work, to pay bills for stuff that I'm borrowing. I want to have the stuff that I have so I can have the freedom to do the stuff I want to do. And, and, and you know what, if I strike out, I'll live, at least I'll live a life where I'm, I'm doing what I really want to do. And you know what, yeah. I'm still, I'm still making a living. I'm still getting by, you know, yeah. I'm still happy. Everyone around me is doing pretty well. Um, and, and I'm happy with that. I don't need to go jump the gun at 25 years old and, and sink, you know, 30, you know, into a 30 year mortgage and, and, you know, leasing a car and every, everything else going to work for, you know, some big corporation that they don't give a crap about me, you know, I put on the dole and I'm just another number, uh, do, you know, doing work that I hate to, to pay for a house that I'm, I'm sick of by the time I'm not even halfway done paying for it. Um, yeah. so it's that, it's that kind of life that I'm just sort of like, eh, not for me. See, I'm, uh, the funny thing is like how I, I had, I've written this down in my notes too, is that We've so we must be similar because we've somehow fallen into doing like a similar thing. But mm -hmm. I'm sure we're different too. But like you said, in when you were 12, you you already knew that you didn't want to do things that way. See, I don't know if I, I don't know how concretely you knew if you could write it down. But I always had the similar feeling, but I just didn't know or I couldn't I couldn't formulate it or I didn't like recognize it until I always knew like going through college that you know, I really, I, I'm not going to go out and get a job with stuff. I just don't want to do that. I don't see myself like getting a job with like a, an office job and just like living the way everyone tells you you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. But only until I was like 22, 23 and I'm 24 now, did I figure, did I, did I figure out that, you know, you don't have to do that and you can be happy living your own path and it's possible to do your own thing as well. I, I think part of it too is like, your upbringing. Um, like I came from a family, like my grandfather, my great grandfather on both sides, like my, my grand, my mother's father, for instance, 
um, you know, he, he had his own business. My, my parents always had their own business. My father's father had his own business. My great grandfather on that side had his own business. And it was, you know, I grew up in this family and it was always construction stuff. And now here I am going off in this digital art and graphic design and photography, uh, you know, jaunt. Uh, but I, I always grew up around people who were like, yeah, you can, you can start your own business and make it. And my grandparents did very well, if, if not for a few uh, awful divorces in the family. Um, they owned a, a massive amount of property down on the New Jersey shore that if they still had this day, would I, I don't even know how much it would be worth. I know they owned, literally owned blocks of houses. Uh, and, yeah. and, and they just had to sell it all off and, and, you know, everything, everything went away. Um, but they, they did very well for themselves. And, yeah. and, you know, what, like, I, I don't know. I remember years and years and years ago when I first started my channel, there was another kid and he actually just reached out to me again. Like this was, we probably talked nine years ago. He was getting ready to go to college and he was like, uh, I think we were both 18. So yeah, it was, it was people. like you knew him from your, no, no, I didn't, I didn't know him personally. We had met like online on one of these Photoshop forums somewhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Forums back in the day. <laughs> I over, know people don't the... know about forums nowadays. <laughs> For, forums were, yeah. Everyone was on forums. The birthplace. Yeah. So like we met there and he, he grew he grew up like out in St. Louis or Kansas city or somewhere out in the middle of the country. And I'll never forget the conversation because he was he was telling me how dumb I was because I was telling him I don't want to go to college like I know what I, I want to do and I don't like I don't want to go to college to do it. I don't have faith in the college system and the way it all works. I think it's all credentialism like you get a degree and you're going to get a job based on that not really based on skill and I like just on principle I don't want to do that even if, even if I can make more money like I hate that I hate that idea. I hate that idea. I think it's just yeah. unfair to people who are really talented. Yeah. Um, you had a really good video about college on your channel that I think really put it well. It yeah. was well articulated. It's 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 a topic I'm passionate about. I got in big trouble when I went out to Adobe last year because I <laughs> I started ripping on professors live on air and like oh. it, it, it kind of it, I I I did apologize to Adobe for it afterward, but it was like. I just for a moment forgot that I was representing the company and Something I wasn't else, like, yeah. I wasn't my own free agent in that moment. <laughs> so like I, they were justified in getting angry with me, but like we're, we're all cool with everything now as far as I know. Uh, but it, it's just, it's something that I'm really passionate about because like, but you're, this you're, kid reached back out to you. Yeah, or? yeah. So this kid reached out. Well, no. So the conversation at the time was like, he was like, I can't believe you're not going to go to college. That's so dumb. If my mom had gone to college back when she could have gone to college, she would have gotten this amazing job at IBM and it would have like, who knows where we would be kind of thing. It was this pie in the sky. Um, you know, the idea everybody sold that you're going to go to college, you're going to get this amazing job at a college, which just isn't a reality. Um, and at the time, you know, we're talking 2007. So this is, I mean, the, co the college bubble is closer to being burst now than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And I just remember telling the kid, no, see, your problem is you want to work for Bill Gates. I want to be Bill Gates. Like, yeah. and that's the company I'm going to build. And, and I believe it. I still believe it. I still have a hundred percent confidence that that's, that's my path. That's where I'm headed. That's what I'm going to do. And he, he reached out to me on Twitter, like not more than a few months ago. And I hadn't talked to the guy in forever. He went through college, everything. He's like, dude, I should have listened to your advice years ago. He's like, I went to college. It was horrible. You know, I, the job I have now, I'm not even using my degree and I've got all these student loan debts and you know, it's just, it's like, it's not even something where you want to tell somebody like I told you so it's just kind of like. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of sorry you got sucked into the same old system yeah. that it seems like everybody gets sucked into and, and college can work for some people. Um, but it's just, it's not this thing, like this idea that like we have a right to higher education and everybody needs it. 
I mean, is it even higher education anymore? It's not. It's just like four more years of high school. You know, it's yeah. there's nothing special about it. There's nothing having a bachelor a bachelor degree is might as well grow on trees because everyone you run into has one. It's more unique when I walk into a job interview and don't have a bachelor's degree. And yeah. And, and the big argument is always, oh, well, you can't get a job if you don't have a degree, which isn't true. Uh, when I was 19 years old, a local university here in Philadelphia offered me a job, like fully, you know, a full, full-time job uh, working at their school. It was a design and like textile school um, or designer architecture school. I'm sorry. They used to do a lot of textile stuff. Uh, designer architecture school. And it was like 33 bucks an hour. I was going to start at $33 an hour, which yeah. at 19 years old. That's like, great. Right. That's amazing money for a 19-year-old. you kidding me? All, all my friends are working at McDonald's and this grocery store, that grocery store, yeah. in a scrape and buy with six fifty dollars an hour, seven fifty dollars an hour, whatever. And, yeah, and, I for sure was working minimum wage. Right. Well, and it's and it's not like, you know, but I, I turned it down ultimately because I wanted to focus on my own business and, yeah. and my own businesses. And, you know, but it's it's just an example of, you know, I was letting the work that I was doing at the time speak for itself and it did speak for itself. And, and I look back on the work and it really wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that great. You know what I mean? Like I, I had a lot to learn. Um, but it was, it was just, it was a moment in my life where I was like, okay, I really don't need the college degree. Like if I just do good stuff and like, I mean, good stuff, not stuff where your mom says like, oh wow, honey, that's really great. No stuff where it's like you send it to other people and you know, maybe people beat it up today, but then you, after six months of getting the crap kicked out of you by other people who are giving you critiques, people start to say, oh, you know what? That's, that's pretty good. You know yeah. what I mean? See, I feel like I, I had that same moment, but I struggled with it a lot more, a lot longer than you did. I had that same feeling, but I didn't necessarily have anyone saying I had I had the opposite. You know, I had people saying like you need to go to college, you need to go to college, right. like college is the, the answer. And I would I guess I I ended up going to college probably a few years later than than you because I mean you're, I'm a few years younger than you, but that um that is that that was probably one of the biggest things I had to build the confidence of in my life is like I always kind of knew I didn't want that path. I still went through that path, but somehow once I was getting to the end, it was something I just put off. And once I was getting to the graduation point, like a year until I graduate, then I started really like, I felt the pressure under me like, okay, you know, I've been putting it off. I've been trying to suffocate this feeling for, for a long time that mm -hmm. I know I don't want to do that. And now I'm about to graduate. So you know what, I, I'm going to figure out how to make this work and I am going to do it on my own. And I kind of had to find that confidence through, like you said, like books and like online mentors and, and just being inspired by other people. And a big thing that I agree with you on to that point of once it's too late to say I told you so, that's one another one of the biggest life lessons that I've had to learn so far is if you let somebody talk you out of something or if you listen to somebody else, they don't care about the outcome of your life necessarily. You know, if it's once it's once you've like if if you were right all along and they were wrong, like it's there's never a point where anyone can say I told you so. It's always just like okay, someone's right and someone's wrong. So if you would have listened to him and threw away your dreams or whatever you would have called them and went to college and then he's like, "Oh, you know what? I was wrong." It's like you don't get any refund for that right. cuz you can't go back. So like I've done that more often than not where I, you know, I have not gotten refunds for stuff. And I realized that, you know, to, to listen to your, listen to your gut first, because 
nobody really cares at the end of the day. You know, he doesn't care if you go to college or not. He's just going to tell you you're stupid for doing it. Right. You know, so yeah. you're, it's your life. You know, they're not living your life. You're, you're the one who has to live it at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and I think that's a big thing young like kids like have str- struggled to have the confidence to understand. Yeah. And, there, and there's very few people in your life, friends or otherwise, other than like your mom, who when when the, the crap hits the fan and all the pieces are shattered and broken, those friends aren't going to necessarily be there to help you pick everything up. Yeah. You know, your mom might be the one who's there to help you out, but it's not, it's just not the same. I don't know. You have to just, you have to be able to take like extreme ownership of the decisions you make at the yes. end of the day, like allow everybody to bounce their ideas off of you, but you have to develop this like mental fortitude where you can say, that's a pretty good idea, but I still think you're wrong and it still yeah. be okay. Like, look, you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Right. It's cool. Um, and, and you know, I mean, that's just. I, that's yeah. something that I've just learned over the years and I've gotten I've gotten better at and I've wasted huge amounts of time I mean, but between the ages of like 20 and like six months after I got married, which was like end of summer 2015. Um, between like summer of 2011 to like summer of 2015, those four years, I did almost nothing on my YouTube channel. Um, I, I, I uploaded maybe like 15 videos over that four year period. It was, it was just nothing. And it was, it was just a lot of things that were going on in my life. Um, a a really bad breakup that I just let, I just let it affect me way, way too much. It wasn't worth it. It was, you know, a hundred other things. I was 20 years old and I was just, you know, I'm, I'm just such a vastly different person now than I was then. Um, and I don't know. It, I, I could only imagine where I would be if I didn't waste those four years. But it's also just I look at it like, you know, the investment, you know, like a, a sunk cost type of thing where it's just. It so was, did you go at all or did you never go to college? Yeah. So, well, my the college story is a little funny because like I finished high school when I was 16. I was homeschooled. And when I was like 12 years old, I was like, I need to get finished with school. Like, I'm just I hate this stuff. <laughs> you were I a just, passionate 12 I want to. Well, I was. Like when I, so this true story, when I was 12, my mom opened a fidelity investing account for me and, and my older brother. And we were day trading stocks. Like after we, after we would do our school in the morning, yeah. like between 12 and four o'clock here on the East coast, we would like day, we would day trade stocks. Um, and you know, we, we did okay. I think, I mean, certainly for 12 and 14 year old, you know, kids, I think we did all right. And then I started an eBay business and I would ride my bike around town and I would sell other people's stuff. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to be bothered buying everything. And I just, you know, scraped 20 percent off the top and that's what I took and everything else it was like I come I list the stuff I just I take it to the post office I do everything and then I got out of that and and that's what's so crazy how similar <laughs> stuff because I've done all this stuff not, I mean not stocks when I was young but stocks eBay I was big big well, eBay you haven't you, you haven't right you haven't done your own business stuff till you've spent some time on eBay flipping yeah something right I mean it's just it's like a right if of you passage. don't have an eBay account with a hundred ratings don't talk to me yeah, about exactly. entrepreneurship <laughs> exactly so so it was that and, and that was kind of what led me into design initially I dabbled in Photoshop for a long time before that but I think I was like 14 or 15 at the time. And I remember going to Amazon's website and I was like, all right, my goal is going to be start a business a year for the rest of my life. And uh, did I you ne- just plan on them all to fail after a year or all no, to like no, no, no. be it was, sold? No, it was just like, I just always thought like if I could start a business every year, yeah, I'll, just something they'll, new, I'll, I right. There'll it. always be something that sticks and, and it'll be a lot of fun. And I love the build, like more than anything, I love the build. I love going from yeah. zero, whether it's subscribers, followers, zero dollars in the bank account, whatever, and making something out of seemingly nothing. I think it's why I like yeah. design 
design. It's why I like shooting video. It's, li- it's why I like shooting photos because I'm just I, I started with nothing, and now I've got all the stuff. And like I made it. I, I like made it from essentially nothing. Scratch. It's it's right. It's thoughts yeah. in my head that I've put on paper, or it's a, a picture that I saw and composed and shot and and all of that. Uh, and in a business sense, I'm a businessman before I'm any of this other stuff. Art is just the business that I fell into. And so I was looking at Amazon's website one day and I was like, every time they sell something, I wonder, they must have somebody on the back end updating the quantity to go from like 26 down to 25. But, and I like, I was dabbling in Microsoft front page at the time, which is super old WYSIWYG editor. Um, and uh, I just realized there's no way, like there's no way they do this. This is, that'd be crazy. And that, that oh, you thought there was like someone there, exactly. Like, really every time, right? Every time there was an order that somebody had to go in, highlight the text, and change it, right? And 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 that was the first time I ever thought of the idea of dynamic websites, where whoa, you have a database where these numbers are stored, and you're pulling the number, and it's filling a text field on the front end. That's amazing. I need to learn how to do that. Yeah. And then I started dabbling in PHP and MySQL and, and you know WordPress development um, and just just straight JavaScript, jQuery type stuff. jQuery wasn't really at the time. jQuery was I knew nothing of it certainly, and I, I, it was not nearly as big as it has gotten with all the responsive web and, and everything that's going on yeah. that uses JavaScript on the front end. Flash was still huge. So the, the, and, and you know, so was the Photoshop. So like, is that how you dabbled? In the, how did you first open up Photoshop? Because you were trying to make designs for no. the. So I first opened the first version of Photoshop. I opened. I was only six years old or seven years old. It was nineteen like nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six. No, my dad, so my dad, my parents run their own business, but in addition, my dad picked up and started doing home appraisals in the mid nineties. And he got this little like crappy Kodak two megapixel camera. Uh, I still have it actually. I think it might be, no, it's not on my shelf here in my studio. Yeah. It's, it must be at the house. Um, but it was this junky old camera and, and he bought Adobe Photoshop four. And I, one day I was just like, how are logos made? Like, how do you make a logo? Well, Microsoft Paint sucks, so let's open up Photoshop and try drawing something. Yeah. And the, the very first thing I ever drew in Photoshop, I'll never forget it. I took the paintbrush on a white canvas and drew a green Gatorade logo with the brush. <laughs> Soft edges and all. It looked horrible. You threw a mouse. It was, it was abysmal. I, I kind of wish I still had the file, but, you know, like, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. <laughs> it was the very first thing I ever did. I was only six or seven years old. So I would played with Photoshop for, yeah. you know, almost ten years up until the yeah. point when I got into it again. And the reason I got into it was be- when I had this epiphany about dynamic websites, I was like, I need to learn how to do that. And, and I you charge. were like 13 at this point. 12, I, I think, yeah, I was like, I was 14. Yeah, I was 14. like 14. It was 2003, 2004. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I need, I can, I can make money. I can charge people, you know, and, and I can yeah. make money doing this because nobody knows how to do this stuff. Um, so I, I learned how to do as much as I could. And I, it was in the process of doing this design stuff that I realized, all right, I need to know how to do this design stuff because if I want to start a business a year, like I need to ha- I need to hire somebody. And I don't have money to hire somebody to do all this design and make a website and make a logo and everything else if I don't know how to do it myself. So I need to learn how to do it myself. A little bit of a backward way of thinking of business because really it's like, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> yeah. heard you know, the analogy of like the apple where like the skin comes last. I was kind of approaching it like to start a company, you know, logo on a website and then everything else comes after it. So that's how I got into it and... I just sort of, it was that process then of the next two, three years looking around for tutorials when I couldn't figure something out. I'm like, this stuff out here sucks. Like, it's just junk that's out here. 
Uh, so I made a website. I started making tutorials. I had this old like headset microphone that I used to use. I still have some of those oldest recordings. Someday I'll, I'll start releasing them again, <laughs> just so we can have like a, a flashback, you know, memory party, and you can hear my my nasally fifteen year old voice, and it's it's cringy, but it's still kind of cool to go back and like, man, I had no idea what I was talking about half the time, and I was yeah. just I was just you know spitballing it and like, oh, of course this happened because X, Y, and Z happened, you know, yeah. and I really didn't know, and I was you know it was just this like young kid kind of figuring it all out. Yeah, and I, I mean, I uh, so I checked too. It's funny how how <laughs> it's funny how much similarities like our path has. Cause I think like one of the, I think the most video the most viewed video on your channel is a really old like web developing yep. tutorial like yep. Dreamweaver or something. Yep. Dreamweaver. And that's the same exact thing as me. The first one like the third video or second tutorial I ever made where it's just so bad is still the most viewed video ever. It's, it's beginner's luck. And it's it's a horrible tutorial. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> it's it like it doesn't the finished product does not look good. I haven't even gone back and rewatched it in forever. Yeah. But I don't even remember the techniques I was showcasing. But I'm sure none of it's any good. Yeah. Uh, but but, I, yeah. but I read something that uh, says like, beginner. The universe is there to serve you beginner's luck so that you can continue or something. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not saying it was like your path was lucky, but like it's it says something that both of our first couple of videos are still the most popular videos. Cause it, it's like that beginner, uh, confidence boost for you to keep going. Not that right. they became the most popular right away, but it's funny how like you get a little kickstart if you try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely the case. Um, and over those first few years, the channel grew pretty steadily. I remember very distinctly getting the first 600 subscribers was the hardest. Yeah. I think it took me about like six months to get there. Now, I think um, we need like a little context here. So. So, because you have been on YouTube since 2006, right? Yeah, so you started st your channel in 2006. Yeah, I think I started putting videos on it like September of 07, I think was when I uploaded my first tutorial, I think. I, maybe it was September of 06. I can't remember. It was, we could just say 06. Yeah, it's been, we're approaching and, 11 years, let's say. Yeah, and um, and like that's a big, so that there's a big uh, difference there where I started my channel in 2011 and you know that's not the first time I was on YouTube, right. but that was a that's a good five year, like, like difference. Where's a different time? And one thing I wanted to ask you is, um, who else was around at the time? Like, was see me? I I could look and I could see, like I don't re specifically remember if if I saw you, but I for sure saw Howard's channel, Ice Flow Studios. I for sure remember that being an inspiration mm -hmm. to think that like, huh. There's people who would watch Photoshop content. What, yeah. Was there something like that for you? No, there was nothing like that. In fact, I didn't even really necessarily want to be on YouTube. I just got onto YouTube. You wanted I was, your own website. I, right. I was uploading everything, QuickTime files to my own website. And the guy who managed my server just called me one day and was like, all right, your server bill this month is 2300 and something dollars. At which point, you know, 15 or 16 year old me said, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Um, this can't be right. And that's how I learned about bandwidth. And when people come to your website, every time they watch a video, uh, you you know, the, somebody has to provide that data transfer. And I was pushing a terabyte of, of data transfer within a month. 
Now, part of that is probably I did a horrible job optimizing the videos to be uploaded to my website. So it was a huge, you know, third of a gigabyte or something every time somebody downloaded a video. So within, you know, 50 views, I was, you know, over a terabyte. So I, I, I went to this Photoshop forum and I said, guys, I run this website. I can't, like, I can't afford these hosting bills every month. Does anyone have any ideas how I can keep doing YouTube or keep doing Photoshop tutorials, but not like not have to pay this web hosting? And somebody suggested YouTube. And I, I kind of like thought it was a joke at first because I always looked at YouTube like just like I'm not, using somebody else's hosting as like yeah. cheating. It just started, by the way, for most people <laughs> right. that don't know. In right. like 2006, 2000, when, when did YouTube start? Like 2006? Uh, yeah, 2005, 2006. The guy, yes. the guy who started actually grew up in the same town that my parents live in. Um, yeah. So it was, the, it was kind of a funny little happenstance. I never met the guy or anything. But yeah, so I, I was just like, all right, well, I had no other options. So I started uploading to YouTube and, yeah. and the yeah, rest for a lot of for a lot of people that are probably listening, like they might think, what, why would you scoff at YouTube? It was like a little, like, it yeah, wasn't anything I, like, then, you know, uh, when I, when I, okay. So just to give some context, like big picture wise, when I joined, I, within the first year I had gotten, I was at 20, around 20,000 subscribers and I was the number, like the number 23 most subscribed person on all of YouTube. There was nobody who had even had a hundred thousand subscribers yet. Um, the first person to hit a hundred thousand subscribers was this channel called lonely girl 15 or lonely yes. girl 13 or yep, something, I remember which that. turned into like this big, like drama thing back in the day, because it turned out they faked all these videos of this girl who was like being locked in her bedroom or something. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a crazy it story. It was a show. It was yeah. like a scripted yeah. show. Yeah. It was but, revolutionary. Right. But people at the time obviously just thought it was this girl vlogging, sitting there in front of her webcam, complaining about life. And she was this pretty teenage girl, so every you know everybody was tuning in to to check her out and see what was going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was up there. Michelle Fawn had less subscribers than me. I remember watching her come up. Uh, guys like Alex Jones. There was a, a big guy, Renetto, uh, who used to be big. I don't even know. I haven't even looked him up on YouTube in years. But he was a guy I used to love watching. This guy, Bohemi, I think was his name. Uh, those last two are not familiar to me. Yeah, they're old, Probably like past dude, my time. old school YouTubers. And I've like I've gone and looked at the like this guy, Bohemi. I think he still has only like. 20 to 50,000 subscribers. Like his channel just hasn't really done much. Uh, Philly D, I remember when he had way less than 100,000 subscribers. I was following him and his videos from like his bedroom or wherever he was doing it. But there were there were a lot of people who have who have gotten really really big that at the time, um, you know, I I never really thought about like this YouTube arms race where everybody's like, I'm gonna get no. to a million subscribers and you're gonna get no. to a million subscribers. It was like you know just hey people are watching our videos. This is pretty cool. Um, and it was, you know, it was, it was the old days of YouTube, but it was the old days of YouTube. I'm not, it's not like I reminisce and wish for those days to come back. I mean, I made a yeah. lot of money back in those days on YouTube. See, when I started YouTube in 2011, there was no, you had to be in the partner program and mm -hmm. there, I didn't start it for money and there was no like chance of getting money unless you had a big channel. And then yeah. in 2012, they opened it up to everybody. So mm -hmm. in 2006, like how was I, revenue? I, I don't remember when Ish. the revenue started. I like I was. It wasn't like I plugged into YouTube and was making thousands of dollars overnight. Yeah. It wasn't that at all. Um, and but it's not I, even like you thought that was an option. Right. No, I never even considered it. it all, YouTube was strictly a solution for a problem that I was having in terms of the the web hosting. Host. Yeah. So I. Um, 
with with the partner program, I remember when they started it. And at the time, it was, I think you had to have at least a 1,000 subscribers and be uploading regularly, whatever that meant. I, I'm, I'm assuming YouTube defined it somewhere. I never read a definition of what that meant. But I was invited into the partner program pretty much right off the bat when it, when it got started. Um, and it was, you know, it was, I guess, cool. You know, I'll start monetizing, see what I make. And, and you know, I, I was making more money. Honestly, I was making money on Google AdSense ads on my website that's where i was starting to make a little bit of money um and i started like selling videos for like a dollar 99 each if you wanted to download the video because you couldn't really download on, youtube videos work? oh so you did like your own youtube red kind of exactly right that's and smart. and it was like a buck 99 and i i mean i i was only making like at probably seven eight nine hundred bucks a month but it was like a digital system i think the i think the place was called payloads with a Z, like payload with a Z on the end, uh, was the service I was using. I don't even know if they're still around, uh, but it's, you know, like like any of the digital download services of today where somebody buys it and it's automatically delivered right away. So I never had to think about or worry about, you know, oh, shoot, somebody made an order. I got to run to my computer and email them their files. It was all set up. Uh, and it, that, that was just a nice, like, you know, a little bit of revenue I made as the advertising on YouTube and stuff grew and, and I just built the channel out. Um, but it was never, and it still really has never been something where, you know, getting that YouTube ad money is what it's all about. No, uh, yeah. It was, it was really just a solution for the problem at hand. And now it's kind of turned into, you know, YouTube channel first, website second. But I still run the website. I still put up posts for all my videos. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I have a blast doing it, man. Like, I, I don't know what else, you know, to tell you. I, I have plans for other YouTube channels coming in the future. I always wanted to be a chef, so I'm looking to start a cooking YouTube yeah. channel. Uh, that I think did you just be, I mean do you watch that like there's that vein binging with Babish guy his channel like blew up you know no I, I don't think have I've you ever, you haven't seen that one he nah. takes like popular culture you need to get on that right after this I'll, he I'll takes like popular culture uh references like the he makes the ratatouille from the movie ratatouille <laughs> okay or he makes the he makes the pizza from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles okay. and he has gotten like a million subscribers in the past like six months or a year and his i mean his production quality is like phenomenal gotcha, but okay. it's uh to your point about like i mean so we all started i think somehow we all like led to youtube just for fun in some way and then you know the more you follow your interests and your hobbies and then you you spend so much time doing it then you're like okay i need to figure out a way to make a living doing it too and uh with me too i i didn't have a plan at first and i did quit the channel for a little bit or i just stopped uploading just like you said you know there was a time where you just stopped uploading mm -hmm. with being on youtube for so long and i think i i mean it's hard to track back before like things like social blade existed but it's crazy how like philly like you said philly d could have had such a long successful channel but even more than that like just now in the past year how much things are blowing up right like i think Philly D's channel to me it was kind of like a, a fading channel like maybe two years ago I didn't personally subscribe to him but I'd say in the past year like his channel also blew up as well as I mean my channel is doing better than it ever has but I mean that's different because I started putting actual work into it but would you say that your channel this year is doing better than it has in a long time yeah my, my channel right now is doing better than it ever has in the entire, yeah. I just, again, here, here's just to give you an idea of, of where my channel stood. Um, when August of 2015, when I decided, you know what, 
I need to start focusing on the YouTube channel again. This is and what what made you decide that? Because I had that moment too. I, okay, so like was this in, after in, the break? Yeah. So in two, so here, let me just give a little bit of the story of what happened in 2010. I, my my brother and sister-in-law had a little baby boy. It was actually 2009 he was born. But in 2010, they discovered that he had a, a pretty severe birth defect where part of his liver was missing. And it, was, it, it wasn't like something where you could treat it with medicine. It was actually a piece was missing. And his, his liver couldn't drain yeah. the bile out of it. So the, the only solution was a liver transplant. Um, and you can either go the cadaveric route, which is where you wait sadly for somebody to pass away and you harvest that liver you know be before the person dies they harvest the or you know the whole organ donor type thing but my brother and sister they weren't really comfortable going that route just because they're like you know it's like you're alive you're alive you're alive you're dead and it's it's hard for us to think that you know our baby is living with somebody else's child's liver knowing that there was even a slight chance of that baby making it you know what I yeah. mean? So it was just kind of something they went through. And, and just through research, you know, the liver and the kidneys are something where you can do what's called a living donor, where you have uh, somebody with the same blood type, preferably in the family, donate that that organ. Um, so and the, and the success rate is just, it's, it's far, far higher. Like I think a place like South Korea, all they do are the living donors. And it's like a 92 or 94 percent success rate, some crazy number, at least as of 2010, when I was looking into all these numbers. So I, I put myself on the list as like a volunteer for donating oh, yeah. my liver. Um, it, it works like that, like from adult to. Yeah. Infant. Well, yeah. So what happens was like, so I started going through the medical workup and at the time I had season tickets to the local baseball team, the Phillies, and I was at a game and my brother called me and said, Hey, you know, my wife, uh, she, the, the, she started going through the medical workup and it's her liver has like a second artery running through it and it's going to be too risky to do surgery. Um, would you be willing to donate? And, you know, yeah, of course. I mean, let, you know, like I'll, I'll do it. I don't, I don't expect anything of you. I don't, you don't have to say thank you. Like I'm doing this for Jesse, for the baby. Um, so I, I started going through the medical process and, and all the workup and things like that. And long story short, it, it like, I thought I was going to die. Like I thought it was, I'm going to, you're going to take my liver. I'm going to die, yeah. but the baby will get the liver. And I was kind of like, well, you know, I'm 20 years old. I've had a good run. I've got to do work that I love. I've had, you know, a pretty great life, you know, and if this gives him a shot at, at doing this, I'm, I'm more than willing to, to give it all up for him. And so wow. I went down, I went down to the, the hospital for our first meeting and the surgeon who was going to operate on me said, you know, uh, I asked him, I was like, what's the, what's the, like the survival rate? You know, assuming that he was going to be like, well, you are aware that this is going to be something where you're not going to make it. And he said, oh, there's like a less than 1% chance that you'll die. And yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, do whatever you want to me. You know what I mean? Like I came I in mean, fully. Still, I mean, still, even, <laughs> even I, I don't think myself or many others would even like feel comfortable or you'd still feel uneasy, you know? I mean, there's, there's tension for sure. Like, it's not like you're just like whistling Dixie, but it was also like. You know, it's my nephew. It's much better than you, you know thought. what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. And at that point, and it was kind of like, you know, then I could start making requests. Like I didn't want to be on drugs long term. I hate drugs. I don't, I don't even like drinking coffee. I don't like anything that changes or alters my perception of the reality around me. That being said, I will drink a soda now and again, or a Red Bull now and again, which is 
loaded with caffeine. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, it's we're I don't all think hip- that's too mind altering. We're, <laughs> we're all hypocrites in our own little ways, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but you know, so I, I started going through this process, and and long story short, they they pushed the surgery out. My my surgery uh, would have been scheduled August third. He got a blood infection uh, at a trip down to the, a beach down either Delaware or Maryland, and he, they brought him back to the hospital. And his like all of his veins and his arteries collapsed on the night of August second, and he passed away like right in front of my brother and sister in law. Just blood wow. running out of every orifice in his body. It was horrible, oh, horrible. Terrible. And you know, I rushed down to the hospital, and you know, is there anything I can do? Like, can you operate on me right away? And it's you know, it's he was he was gone. You know what I mean? It was it was just too yeah. late. And, you know, seeing his body laying in like the pediatric intensive care unit, which is like the most horrible place on earth, just kids in the worst condition ever. It's just such a sad, sad sight. And, you know, walking yeah. in and seeing his body and, and just, you know, kind of having that moment with my mom and my dad. And like, it's just this, I, I can't even describe it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we're coming up on his seventh anniversary now of, of him passing and, and it's just still like this thing where it's like this gut check moment, even talking about it. Um, yeah, but it, not, do, it does something forget to it. Right. But it does something to you, man. Like it just it, it changes you. And, and and I don't know how to even describe what it does. And at the time I was I was, you know, trying to work on this relationship with this girl and and that ended up falling apart. And she, you know, got, you know, went off and hooked up with some other guy and got married to him four months later. And they moved to Ireland. And it was like this just this it was a horrible time in my life like it was yeah. it was yeah. so so bad devastating and it was just kind of like i said you know what i got to put down the graphic design thing i'm going to learn photography i'm going to pick up the camera i'd always loved picking up the camera for family vacations and i just start i went onto craigslist i built a little system on a website to capture models and started doing tfp trade for trade for time trade for print shoots where basically I send you pictures when we both do the photo shoot and I get pictures for my portfolio, you get pictures for your portfolio. And I, I, for about a year and a half, that's all I did. I let the revenue from Tutvid, I lived off of that. And I just, I bought a bunch of photography gear and I just did 150 of these shoots. Like every two days I was doing a new shoot and just cranking them out and learning location lighting, learning how to work with models, learning how to pose, learning how to shoot cars and food and architecture and, and different cameras and lenses and all this different stuff. And it was just this, it was a really crazy time thinking back on it, just everything that was learned. But it was just this thing where it was like, I need to get so fanatically busy with something that gets me out of the house, that gets me up and gets me yeah. moving around. Get your mind off of it. Right, exactly. And it was, so it was good for that. But also, I, you know, I made four YouTube videos for the channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and you can see if you go back and you look at the tribute video for my nephew, I made it like the day after he died. I made it, I uploaded it to the channel. And then there's nothing on my channel until I think March of the following year where I made like a he is back kind of video. And I made that video and then promptly made no new videos for a long time after (laughs) making that. I think I've done that one. (laughs) So it was just it was just dude, it was just a crazy, crazy uh, period in my life. And a few girlfriends later, I met the girl who I ended up marrying and I spent a year dating her and that year was all just my photography business. I didn't do any. I maybe did two or three videos on YouTube and it wasn't until after we got married, about six months after we got married, um, I knew I had a daughter on the way and I was like, all right. And this was... This like was summer two- of 2015. And did you plan, did you did you think that you were going to get back to the channel or did you think that I- you were going to take the photography route? I, I mean, I'm still, I still do photo shoots. I do a few of them every month. Um, yeah. so that, I mean, I saw like you a, have a, that other website, which is kind of 
hidden almost not hidden but it's yeah, like I'm, yeah you I wouldn't automatically right. know it yeah i mean i just don't do that that much with it but i still do i still do shoots i have some great clients who i work with that do yeah. amazing stuff um like clients who do amazing stuff my work whether or not it's amazing that's up for, yeah yeah that's up for interesting debate, clients <laughs> um uh but it was it was just it was something where i knew i was never going to give up on the channel unless it was just something where i knew it could never turn into a business and or i just completely lost the passion for doing it and neither of those two things ever went away and it was it was always a matter of just dedication am i willing to start dedicating the time again and trade off some of this other stuff so that's what I did. And, and in 2015, summer of 2015, I just was like, all right, we just got to start small. And I started doing these like 30 second, one minute Photoshop tutorials and tried to do like four or five of them a week and just did a video. I think five. that's how it, that recalls to me how we actually bumped into each other. Somebody <laughs> on Instagram had tagged me and you in the same comment saying something about oh, okay. how, Okay. I, I don't remember what it was. It was something about the 30 second tutorials or something. Cause I had, okay, yeah. I think I had made one on my Instagram. Someone tagged us. And then that's when I was like, Oh, sorry. He said something kind of rude. And I was like, Oh, sorry. You know, I can't really, uh, oh, I can't really I control. I, re I remember that. I, and I said something like, nah, dude, leave him alone. Like it's, yeah. you know, we can all make I videos. DM'd you. I was like, sorry, I don't really control that's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. And then no, I was no. like, yeah, uh, well, we should work together. Yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, I, I, I remember that now. I remember that. Yeah, yeah that so recalled. I don't know. It was just, dude, it was, it was just a crazy, crazy four years of my life. I did learn a lot, but the YouTube channel definitely suffered. And by suffer, I mean, so in, it, just to give you an idea, in 2015, when I picked up my channel, I had 189,000 subscribers. I remember because I, since then I've logged every single month, minutes watched, subscribers, you know, Facebook likes, Instagram followers, Snapchat watches. Like I try to log all, like I've got a whole Excel spreadsheet where every yeah. month, the first of every month, I log all these details about the website, about the newsletter, about, you know, all, all kinds of different numbers yeah. just to keep track of where, okay, I need to improve this. You know, I can, I, this is going pretty well, keep doing more more of that and just you know everything that needs to be done along the way uh and just you know keep up with keep up with what needs to be kept up with yeah i mean and you said you, so you're log you've been logging it since then were you going to say like and you've noticed something or no it's just a it's just a matter of so it took me until 2015 so that would be nine years it took me nine years to get to 190,000 subscribers and now i'm at whatever 430,000 yeah, yep. or something in the last less than two years yeah. so that's just a testament to how good things have been the last couple of years yeah. uh, because things were pretty great in in years before i think it was like before 2012 the cpm i don't know the cpms on photoshop stuff were so high i was making a lot of money per thousand views um, and, and it's not quite the same now, but there's still like, you can still make good money. I'm not complaining about the money, but it's just, you know, it, it's, it, it was the, the, the advertising rates were higher back then. So I didn't even, I didn't need the kind of views that I get today, uh, to make, you know, a lot more money than I'm even making yeah. today. Yeah. I think, uh, did you get on a strict schedule or were you never on a strict schedule and you got on a strict schedule? Yeah, I was never, I ne there was never a schedule. There was yeah. like a rough idea in my head of, I think I should do X number of videos a month. Now I have everything listed out. I mean, I have yeah. charts of like upcoming videos where it's like this video is coming out on the 26th. This video is coming out on the 27th. This video is coming out on the 28th, 29th. So for, you know, weeks, weeks ahead of time, I can be recording these videos and preparing. So, you know, when, when the time comes, there's just, just con constantly content going up. Now, right now, there are some days that I have to drop out and I'm missing because I just 
just got into this new space and I'm still working yeah. on catching back up because I took about like six weeks off or something like that. It was five or six weeks. It felt like an eternity um, where I uploaded virtually nothing. Um, and now Yeah, I'm, you were now, missing for a bit. I yeah. mean yeah which is like that 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 causes a i i just went through that too <laughs> it's like anxiety right we're like i gotta make yeah. a video i gotta make something i gotta get something <laughs> up i gotta like come on dude yeah. you can't you can't work this hard there's uh, i forget who it was that said like it's easy to get momentum it's far more difficult to maintain momentum yeah you have to i think the quote is like it's hard to get somewhere you have to you have to work hard to like get somewhere you have to work twice as hard to keep it yeah no it's so true and that's where like you know some of these like og youtubers like philly d like boogie um some of these guys who have just like they they never blow up like a guy like jake paul who gets up you know or logan paul get yeah. a million plus subscribers a month but they're at four or five million subscribers and it's just been 10 years of consistent grinding and there's just something about that like you know, love you or yeah. hate you, it's you solid. gotta respect. Like, there's just you have gained so much respect from me. Just like you show up every day and you yeah. put in the work and you you know, you change where you have to change and you you still somehow stay true to yourself. And it's just such a it's such a cool thing to see and to watch. And you could say the same thing for the for the folks over at H three H three, the same same type deal where you just show up and you just grind. Cha Ching, we can put Jake Paul in the title now. Yeah. <laughs> Day two in a row. I'm going to try to go every single episode somehow. It's going to mention. Yeah. I'm going to keep him in the title every single until episode. Until he's no longer relevant. It was like the, the <laughs> prankster who actually, he's from right here around me, that guy Lance Stewart who blew up like oh, for yeah. a few months last month. He's actually year. still, yeah, I thought he blew up recently again. Yeah, he's, I mean, his views are down a little bit. I, I try to keep my eye on some of the bigger YouTubers, but there's just, yeah. I would spend my whole day just on YouTube if I tried to yeah. keep up with everybody. Uh, I think a lot of people don't understand like what goes into it. So would you say that you watch a lot of YouTube? Because I, for sure, am like, I am like a stud. What's the word for like? I rabidly like. You're a savant. Study. You're a YouTube savant. <laughs> Not savant. I like <laughs> rabidly study and consume everything, and and I have my ear everywhere. I I would I I would say every day there's at least ten videos in my watch later queue which is oh, yeah. like the, the best tool on YouTube. If you're not, I don't using use it, that feature. If you're not using it, it's so easy. You just click the little icon in the bottom right corner of a YouTube video. It drops it in that list. You don't have to worry about I keep saving tabs it. Open. You don't, well, see, that's what I don't do. Cause I, 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 I treasure the CPU of my computer. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I do that. I also have YouTube red, which I got not because I hate ads. I got it because like, as I started getting bigger, I was like, you know what? It's whatever it is, 10 or 12 bucks a month. And it's so much better for the creators. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm in this ecosystem where I'm a creator. I want the best for my fellow creators. This is one small way that I can do it other than like contributing with super chats and Patreon and, yeah. and different things like that. Um, I like, I want to help my fellow creators out. Like it doesn't have to be a game where by boosting somebody else, you're knocking yourself down. I don't believe no, yeah. that that's the case. I think if we boost everybody, everybody gets lifted up yeah. and it's just you know there's there's a lot more people out there who don't use youtube on a regular basis if we can all work together to make this a more accessible platform and more regular for a lot more people we would all benefit from it from yeah. from creators like you and i to people who are listening to this podcast right now who are going to turn into big creators three four five ten years from now um to just people who will never create anything and they just want to consume the content they're going to get better faster uh more modular more exciting content that they love even more and it's i don't know it's just any any small way that i can contribute to it as long as i have the means to contribute to it like i'm there like that's what i yeah. want to do i think it's natural to have that like gut instinct of 
I don't want to bring them up because then I'm bringing them above of above me. Yeah. But but if you actually logically look at it and you look at the, an- the analytics, like I've had people, you know, email me or like I've had people DM me that I was not even familiar with their channel and they've DM me before that you know they they like my channel or that my channel inspired them to start doing something and then dm'd me that hey maybe we should like not use the same stock footage here that we happen to use in this video and i'm like oh sorry i didn't even like i don't watch your channel i didn't see it but but in reality you know did you know that my video and your video if we cover the same topic that you know it's actually good if we cover the same topic because that means that your video has a better chance to be referred from my video Right, and vice a lot of people think yeah a lot of people think if you cover the same because me and you probably have a lot of topics that we both cover the same because sometimes there's just something you know if you're teaching photoshop or premiere pro you got to talk right. about how to color correct or you got to right. talk about how to color grade the zoom out there's effect. Just, yeah the <laughs> zoom effect is big and it's like right. okay like you can't get mad that someone does oh he did the zoom effect too or he did this too it's like did you if you actually go look at your analytics and me and you i bet we can see that our channels are actually providing each other traffic in related search if we do a similar type of video and i mean there's a difference between like like you know taking someone's work or like covering similar topics that no one owned in the first place either way yeah no i i I completely agree and and it's like the the feeling that you know if you if i boost my fellow creator up i'm somehow you know taking away minutes that somebody can watch me i mean yeah maybe but it's like i don't know in my in my experience it never works that way what ends up happening is it 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 ends up being better for you and the other person in the end like not even just some of the time like every single time i've done it and it's i think for me it comes down to number one you know, if somebody else is having success, it doesn't mean that I can't have success, number one. And number two, it's not its not just about the views and the analytics on YouTube. It's the people first approach where it's like, hey, I can actually be genuinely happy for you for yeah. the success that, you know, when you hit half a million subscribers, uh, if you hit half a million before I hit half a million, you know, I'll be shower and praise on you, uh, you know, left and right. If you hit a million before I hit a million, I'll like, see you at a million. Right. Exactly. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> the, the ironic twist when we both hit a million the same day. Um, but no, it's I, I don't know. It's just not something where I look at it that way. It just seems dumb. Quite so, frankly. so who do you, so who do you enjoy watching? You said you have YouTube, right? I got to look into it. I don't actually have it. I just got Amazon Prime today, which is so funny. I wa- I don't I don't really all the YouTube Red shows stink. Like I don't I don't I don't have it for really? any of the YouTube Red yeah. stuff. It's just like you don't cheap. like the Logan Paul it's, series. It's just like dumb produced, <laughs> scripted. You yeah, know, it's not the yeah, stuff. and it's just it's and not it's your like, niche stuff. Yeah, it's, and I don't really like. I don't have a. I don't even have Netflix. Like I'm just I don't watch a lot of TV. Like I watch YouTube stuff, and that's that's what I that's what I do. I've watched maybe a half dozen movies my entire life. It's just not yeah. a medium I consume a lot of. Um, and uh, so on YouTube, I watch a lot of mixed martial arts stuff. Really? Um, do you watch fight tips? Fight tip. Uh, I think he might be somebody I'm subscribed to. Probably. Um, I just, I love boxing. I love mixed martial arts. So I, I, I I watch that. I watch, uh, Jared Poland stuff. He does a podcast every couple of weeks. Uh, Tony and Chelsea Northrup. I try to keep up with some of their stuff. Um, obviously I'm subscribed to you. Uh, there's a really cool podcast called first we feast. Uh, well, first we, the channel first. We oh feast yeah. Yeah. I, I follow first we feast. Hot, they have hot a podcast. Ones. Yeah. Hot ones. Oh, I thought like, hot ones was more like a, is that, would you consider that a podcast? I, it's like a video podcast. That's the way I think about it. 
Um, yeah. So I like, yeah, of course. I like yeah, that. Like hot ones. When it comes to cooking, there's a really cool cooking channel that I've been following since they had like 30,000 subscribers, but they're like at 700,000 now called Amazon kitchen. It's this guy huh. like over in the Czech, Czech Republic or Bosnia or somewhere over, over there in like Southern central Europe. Uh, well maybe even Eastern Europe heading toward Eastern Europe. And it, the, he doesn't talk at all in his videos and all of his cooking is done outside like over a fire and, but it's like these amazing dishes and he's got really nice production quality it's just a it's just a very unique cooking channel the only I one like it that, that one I know. yeah it's a real I'll, i can send you the link it's called amazon kitchen that um, sounds like you know those channels where they cook like cooking for my whole village have you seen those? <laughs> yeah, I've seen stuff like that, but it's not. It's it's like you just you just have to see it. Like he makes like chicken nuggets, uh, but like from that. a chicken. Like it, it's just it's stuff done by hand that you've never seen done by hand before. I'll put it to you. Like he washes his pots and pans in the stream before he gets cooking, and he'll go and he'll dig up roots for some of the herbs and stuff he's using. It's just like it's a really unique way. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I also watch um, another channel. This guy called Wrangler Star. He's like a, a homesteader out in Oregon or Southern Washington State, and he has like all this stuff around his homestead, you know, building and with tools and all kinds of you know, yeah. crazy stuff. Snow. See, plowing. you build, you build a lot. I remember last time we collaborated. <laughs> in the middle of the collaboration, you like went and built a table or something. <laughs> I clearly remember like you didn't have like the right setup, and you like went and built a table real yeah, quick or you something. Got, you got to do what you got to do for the video, man. So yeah. I do that, and you I, just I, built this whole office. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all this this whole space. I did most of it myself. Yeah, that was not by choice. So that was because we had some issues with the contractor. But yeah, I don't know. I, I follow I follow a bunch of different YouTubers. I mean, Austin Evans. I follow MKBHD. Yeah. I follow. Yeah. I've, I do follow Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and some of the other the of old course, pranksters. We're all like Jake Paulers. V Vitaly. So you're a Jake Pauler. Vitaly. I mean, you could say I'm a Jake Pauler, but I'm also <laughs> I would then also be part of the Low Gang as well because I I don't I don't know. I just have you considered naming your audience the Tut Vitters? Not not really. I've had like. Very often I get suggestions for different names, but usually it's stuff like name yourself King Tut. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. I can't. Like, what are I, some of the uh, I can't suggestions? Do that. Like Tut Vidians or uh, <laughs> Tut Vitters. You know, I, I don't I don't even yeah. remember Tutvid Nation. There's all I mean, there's yeah. so many different names and stuff that people yeah. that people come up with. But I was so against that at first and then like they kept <laughs> saying in the comments they kept saying Bro D show, bro D show, and then I was like, you know the what? If they want to call themselves that, it's the funny. That's, I mean, that's at least catchy. I feel like tut, the the tutvid tutvid's a little bit of an awkward word to begin with. So adding anything else to it is kind of yeah. like, you know, it's, it's tutvid just, at nights. Yeah, right. Exactly. So leave in the comments below what you want tutvid's fandom to be called. Yeah. What what should the, what should the fans be called? Name tutvid's fandom. <laughs> no, but uh. So, so that that brings me up to a question though, because I mean earlier you said you might want to start a cooking channel and stuff, mm -hmm. and this is something that I also like go through because I have other hobbies too. I didn't even bring up. I mean, like, I I mean obviously I always see you working out or in the gym. It seems like fitness is a decent hobby in your life, and I also have other hobbies of like you know clothing, art, you know f music, fitness and stuff, and me i'm trying to experiment more to bring those bring those all together on my channel under my name but how do you think would you ever consider like just uploading a cooking video out of the blue one day and think that like your audience would appreciate it or no if if i did it it would be as a joke yeah. Um, or, or, or if there was some creative way that I could work Photoshop or video editing into it 
and, and the I chicken would, nuggets thing I you would, posted on photo, <laughs> on uh, Instagram. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, the, the, chicken. Uh, the chicken nugget explosion. Um, yeah, yeah. I that mean, was if, cool. If something, something, something like that. But it would it would have to like serve the purpose of promoting the cooking channel as well. At that point, the cooking channel is not something. Yeah. Like I want to start a cooking channel. I want to start a sports show because I I love I don't really watch sports, but I love keeping track of sports because again I enjoy watching how teams are built uh, more so than like the last time I sat down and watched a full game of anything, you know, football, basketball, baseball, you name it. I can't even remember the last time you know I watched a baseball game first pitch to to the end. Heck, I can't even remember the last time I watched one full inning of a baseball game or one full quarter of a football game or basketball game or any anything like that. But I could you know I could name you know three starting linemen on most. NFL football teams right now like I I know the rosters to that extent um but that's just a little that's just me being the fanatical you know stat geek kind of uh, guy that I am uh yeah. but I so I would love to start a sports show um I would love to start a cooking channel I I, I have plans and I'm working toward actively uh starting a, a photography and like video with DSLR channel see I feel like you could just I feel like that could go right on to Tutbit. Like, I I, I so agree. Related. I agree. Except, I'm already going to be putting out six to ten videos a week. And I see on top it's, of things. It's, it's yeah, and it's kind of like if you're just a pure graphic designer, you don't care about this. You know, the Sigma yeah. 18 to 35 f2 yeah. lens review. You know what I mean? It, it gets to a point where there would be you know half the stuff on the channel you would love and half you would hate. And I don't really care about just pumping you know one channel up to like 10 million subscribers if i have yeah. five different channels i become like True. my own mcn yeah. you know what i mean where i could True. i could tell an advertiser or a sponsor look in aggregate i get 25 or 30 million views a month you know maybe yeah. this one channel only gets 2 million views a month but as a company I have these five different channels and then I become not just the Tutvid channel, but the, you know, the Dodson media company, media company. right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and See, I and guess I, I approach that in a different way. I try to, I, I, I would, you could not get me to start a second channel right now. Even if I, even if I was doing like a outfit of the day video, I'm putting it on my channel right now, well, which but, I understand is not, you don't, you don't, understand, you don't understand it's a challenge. The, you don't understand the power. I bet you, if you were to start, if you were to start a new channel today, you would have 5,000 subscribers within a week. I'd be willing to bet if you promoted it through your current channel and you say, Hey yeah. guys, for anybody that's interested, you know, and like, it wouldn't be something you could throw into a video editing tutorial, but over the course of your podcast and on Instagram and different places, you yeah. know, if you promoted it, you would, you would grow quick. You, you would be surprised how quick you would grow. And see it's, it. I mean, that's one thing I see that, that, uh, that's one thing I see that you're doing too is, a, uh, and one thing that I'm always doing, and I guess that we're all doing is like, we're tr just like stocks. We're trying to diversify. Mm -hmm. and not be all in one place because um i especially am heavily focusing on instagram uh and then twitter after that uh i feel like once i establish an instagram account too then like even if my youtube channel gets shut down i won't be like out of luck with all, all the years of work i put in but um i'm also diversifying my content too see i just started out only photoshop tutorials and when I tried something new with some video editing stuff, and just like you said earlier, it's not particularly that I'm so into Photoshop or so into Premiere Pro. It's that I like building something and I like sharing videos online, and I mm -hmm. those just happen to be my interests. Right. And uh, and what's more fun to me is like building the accounts and all the numbers and engaging with people and just growing something and nurturing something. But uh, I like how. I do like how you are diversified in, in the fact that 
where I've kind of jumped really heavy into After Effects, Premiere Pro, and and videography and cameras and stuff, you are still pretty diversified where it's like Photoshop Monday, Illustrator Tuesday, uh, Premiere Pro, you know, this day. And, right. and you still are able to get a solid, like, viewership with the Illustrator and the Photoshop, whereas I would probably have a I, I've 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 been thinking about making going back and doing another Photoshop tutorial. I mean I've made so many I got burnt out, but mm-hmm. I I would be hesitant to make a Photoshop tutorial nowadays, you know. I'll 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 put it to you this way. The the diversity in my channel is probably the greatest weakness in my channel. Um only because like there's a reason a channel like Flurn gets to, I mean, they have some big investors that a really million, help them yeah. pump their content, but there's a reason they're at whatever, 1.2 or 1.3 million subscribers. It's because they focus on Photoshop, but not even just Photoshop, but Photoshop primarily for photographers. Like they have super targeted their channel. I also um, feel like it's a, vi- I also feel like, you know, photography is a bigger niche than graphic design, but that might just be me. I, I like don't you, know. You look- I mean, it's, I, I think, I think that, I think graphic design is a, a vastly untapped uh, frontier and 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 because I mean just think about it this way a photographer knows how to set up the camera and the lights to produce a beautiful video a graphic designer sucks at that stuff and I've got plenty of graphic designer friends who've tried to make tutorials and they're awful a lot of graphic designers yeah. are kind of introverted and it's just a more awkward experience where people are kind of like uh, this guy doesn't really have the charisma that I really want to follow him I don't know you know yeah. and it's I think I think that plays a much bigger role because Photoshop is an easier to access platform than, you know, a Canon T6i or a, a Nikon, you know, D7000 yeah. with, with appropriate lenses and things. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, casual photography. Yeah. There's probably more people who take pictures with stuff like smartphones and whatnot, but I, the, the, I put it to you this way. I think it with any YouTube channel you start, there's always an audience of at least a hundred thousand people in this world that if you present yeah, if you present if you present the content in the right way there's always 100,000 people who are willing to tune in and listen to you you can have a channel on how to make trench coats from weasel pellets and there's 100,000 <laughs> people out there somewhere that will tune in if not just for the bizarre yeah. I, I i follow some of these food uh, review channels the report of the week yes, <laughs> yeah, I, so I follow that folks. guy but there's also another guy Joey's I World have been Tour. following him since he first started by the way cuz there used to be this the bodybuilding.com forums which i mentioned in the first podcast yeah i was really into fitness and that's the forum that like everybody congregated to like even if you weren't into fitness it was just like the reddit of back then right and that's where he got his they, they call him review bra yeah because bra. back on those forums they everyone called each other bra like that's just <laughs> what everyone called each other oh see i and was i wasn't aware of where the nickname came from i've seen that's it in his where comments. it came from everything started from that they first posted his videos because he had the Domino's Pizza one that went viral, and they called him Review Bra because he was a participant in the forum. He would he would oh, comment really? and chat, oh, wow. and everyone's avatars would be like them, like hitting like a double biceps pose, and he has his like avatar of him in the suit. <laughs> right. Yeah. This I love that guy. He inspired the podcast. Food he, is, he inspired the podcast a little bit. Oh, really? Because yeah, because he has his like he has a segment called Voice of the Report of the Week. It's like four hours long of him just like, oh, today I've seen it. I went yeah. on a walk yeah. and <laughs> I found myself listening to it. I'm like, wait, <laughs> this plus the Cody Co thing. I'm like, I can talk for an hour. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's just I, I forget Love what, your review, what, what bro. point I was even trying to get to, but yeah, just oh no, just like crazy stuff. There's this other guy, Audience, Joey's yeah. Joey's World Tour, yep. who does like these Follow crazy him. food reviews, where he's just this like he just seems like a weird dude, um, and and uh, it's, yeah. he's got whatever 250 thousand subscribers or something, and it's yeah. it's just like I can swear, no matter what you do, there's always a, there's always a hundred thousand people somewhere that if done well yeah. and if done consistently, they will find you and and you'll have a little audience. CNN did a piece on uh, Report of the Week. <laughs> oh, really? I, 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 do, I do know he did get some like traditional press. I didn't. Oh I yeah, didn't... he's been on everything. He's been on Tosh oh. The I think the thing that glues it all together is if you get in front of the camera and you show your personality. You know, right? Sure, there's somebody that comments on comment on my video that they don't even have Premiere Pro, they don't even have Photoshop, and they don't know why they watch the videos. But I seem like a nice guy, and they watch. Them. <laughs> well, yeah, it's always funny when you get those those uh, comments that are like. I opened this video thinking who in the world would watch 36 minutes of this. And here I am 36 minutes later making a comment <laughs> on the video. And it's like that there's, there's something that's kind of endearing about a comment like that. And I'm yeah. glad I'm glad that you uh, that you you stuck around that long and, and found it that in enthralling. And then yeah. you always get like the weird comments and messages and stuff. But that's just yeah, I, that's, I thankfully I don't get too many weird ones. You know, you know, what's you know, what's funny, like. I could not imagine being a female YouTuber because oh, yeah, like course. when I, when I went out to you, when I went out to uh, not YouTube out to Adobe in San Francisco a few yeah. months ago, there was, we were doing these live streams and after every live stream, Adobe had set up a temporary email address for us. And like there, there were, there was me, there's a bunch to of field other male questions. What's that? To field questions and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People who wanted, you know, or they had, you know, like you did this, can you explain a little bit more how you did X, Y, or Z? Um, so there were, there were a few girls who were hosting, there was me and a few other guys and like the, the woman who was handling us at Adobe, she would come in every morning when we came in cause we were there for like three days. All right, let's go over your emails. Let's make sure we get back to everybody. All right, cool. Let's sit down and, and knock this out. And like, I remember the first day I had 10 emails and she's like, Whoa, you got 10 emails. She's like, none of the other guys got any emails. And I was like, oh, really? Is that like, is that good or bad? Like the emails were for the most part good. I don't think there's anybody who's angry in the emails. And she said, yeah. She's like, no, that, that's, that's good for you. She's like, but the girls are getting like 150, 200 emails, but most of them are like, you know, wait, what's your social media? You know, what's your phone yeah. number? Where, where do you live? You know, sometime I'm out in San Francisco, <laughs> you and I ought to get together, you know, and it's just like, dude, I deal with enough spam as it is. If I was getting an additional 100, 200 messages, just like overall between social media, email, everything, I've got 700 unanswered questions sitting in my email right now that I've got to get to. Yeah. Uh, so just to put up with, with more nonsense would just be like, ugh. But I mean, yeah, you got to have fun with it too. It's, I, I, I try not to be too hard on my followers. The comments that kind of get under my skin are the ones where somebody comes in and you can tell it's just like an, ins like an insulting They're comment. They're always assumptive. You can, well, you you can appreciate an an insult comment if it's like a good insult, you know, like funny one, yeah. like yeah, you're funny or like it that's really painful, you know, like I can appreciate you you thought about this. But sometimes yeah, while, it's constructive in right, a harsh well, way. Right. But sometimes you just get the comment that's like you can tell the person just was like, "Meh, blink. I'm just going to just casually insult this person or the video or whatever." And it's just kind of like, "Dude, yeah. just leave the channel. Like take it somewhere yeah. else." Like I'm trying to foster yeah. a good community here, but I always walk this line of you don't want to come across to the rest of your loyal audience as being this <laughs> condescending, you know, Sometimes like, I do just want to get in there and just be like, "You know what? Piss off." <laughs> right. 
Well, and I think sometimes it's good to do that, but it has to be with the right comments because like yeah. people will appreciate when it's done with the right comments. But if you're getting in there every time somebody says something somewhat critical, it's just then like people dude, are going to come out to right, troll you. Just, right. You're just a sore loser. Look, if somebody comes in and they're heavily critical and they've got good points, I'll concede the points and be like, you know what? You're right. I probably should change this or that, or I could get better here. And, and that kind of stuff is actually really helpful because I can, you know, you know, mold and shape the content that I'm making to, to change with accordance. You know, if I get the same comment on 10 different videos by, you know, 10 different people, there's the likelihood is there's 150 people who haven't said anything or maybe a thousand yeah, yeah, people who yeah. are thinking that. If you see one cockroach right. was probably many right exactly but these are my favorite kind of cockroaches i don't want <laughs> no. to kill them i want to encourage more to come out and tell me tell me help me like let's make this channel better for everybody because yeah it, sometimes it, it hurts to to take the criticism but um it's just in the end it just makes everything so much better and you can make the channel better and and pe dude people have good ideas man like yeah. there's you can sit no there i've been wrong like, all the time yeah, and you some, can some people there. are like, "Hey, why'd you do that that way? You should have done this." And then sometimes, yeah. some you want to say something, then I'm like, "You know what? You're right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes I, like, you realize, I didn't know about that too. Right, that was that was so much of a better way to to do yeah. this, that, or the other thing. <laughs> and the few times I've ever gotten in there with someone and like want to be like, "You know what? I'm going to show you that you're wrong." It's like by the fifth message, I realize that I'm arguing with like either a child or someone who's mentally unstable, and I just feel bad about myself so i just delete my messages and i'm like you know what i'm sorry man just have a good day <laughs> yeah well and 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 the more that people remember people flock to the drama so you know that comment's yeah. gonna be upvoted to the top of your comment section and just it just it you know again it just gets to the point where it's it's just not worth it it's funny i have uh, there was one time on facebook uh, a kid messaged me um, and i say kid because he sent me a video of himself after the fact um but he was from I, I, Georgia, I think, not Georgia, the United yeah. States state, the, the country, country, right, the yes. country, Georgia, and uh, you know, he wanted me to make a banner for his Facebook page, <laughs> yeah. and, and I say no. I just mentioned it back. And I'm like, look, I don't really, I don't have the time to do that. I'm really sorry, you know, but like, here, check out this tutorial. That tutorial maybe that'll help you out. And he sent me back like ten voice messages on <laughs> on Facebook, and the first one was like, uh, Mr. Nathaniel. I hate you. Yes. I hate all Americans. You guys are lazy. You're not willing to do work for people like me. I hate people like you. And he just like went on and on and on. And I, it was just like, it was so funny. Like that, my reaction was just a laugh. And so I ended up, I was like, you know what? I'm actually impressed that you keep coming back from work. Cause he sent me like 10 messages and they were all voice I, messages. Yeah. I said, all right, I'll make you a little something. So I like threw something together. Oh, whatever. no, you conceded. Well, and I, I saw so I made I made one thing and like he sent me another voice message. Just like, oh, you're the most amazing person in the world. I oh, love wow. you. I, I knew Americans were good people. You know, and it was no, just this. It was you just shouldn't have fed into it. It was this complete one. It was so far. I couldn't resist. You had to. You the, if, if I could find the messages and it wasn't like a breach of somebody else's privacy, they're just it's so funny. It is just so funny. Yeah. I, I, the kid, he was like eight years old or something. He's just this little kid. And, you know, it was, I don't know. It was so funny. It was just, it was hilarious. So my channel, it's like, I, I would like to be able to say, look, here's all the education stuff. But I also have all the stuff that's just entertainment stuff where yeah. it's like me sitting down, you know, with a co-host, maybe doing a, a show like that, uh, some kind of podcast or I don't know, just even something that's a yeah. shorter form, you know, six to 10 minute video where you're putting something out. Um, and that's why I, uh, a few weeks ago on an Instagram live stream, I was kind of pitching the idea 
that uh, one of the things that I'm working on is doing for a, a bunch of the different uh, a bunch of the different disciplines, if you will, graphic design, photography, video editing, finding a client who consents to having the entire process filmed and making yeah. like maybe two, Hi. one or two of these videos a month where we go from all the way from the very beginning of like acquiring the co the client, how we found them, how we pitched them the job to here's the contract we're working with. Here's how much we're charging them. Here's what they expect. We go out to the location, film that, you know, how I'm talking to the client, the interviews and, and passing information back and forth to coming back and to working here to working with whatever other designers or photographers yeah. or whoever I'm working with all the way through to dealing with them on the phone with revisions, delivering finished products and make it like a, a 45 minute episode, like a full show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I, I who also, does it? Like if you, if yeah. you were to do that from a, a video standpoint, who does, I've never seen a graphic design video like that. Never, ever. I mean, I, I think the kind of related to your point, one thing that I've always, that I've not always, but I've been tossing around in my head for like the past year is doing, no one has like a show revolving around these topics. So I, I, I understand that these one-off tutorials are not super like, uh, melded together and they're not the there there needs to be something more uh than these one-offs but what if someone did like a show like a daily creative show mm -hmm. revolving all these little topics and you had your own little format but um no i i agree with you entirely because i mean just like i i enter into my own body if i'm going onto youtube to watch something i'm not going to watch a tutorial right like i'm not no. sitting there saying all right in my daily watch later list uh, I have a tutorial like I when I need to figure something out that's when I bump into a tutorial it's honestly I that's part of the reason why I've like this crazy love for these people that do like as soon as I put out a tutorial they watch it because yeah. I'm kind of like wow why like, <laughs> well I mean I guess you you figure you're gonna why, pick up tips like... and tricks and stuff but it's just like it's it's kind of like it's kind of crazy if you think about it in one sense because it's like it's not necessarily entertainment. It's almost like yeah. you're putting yourself through a little bit more school voluntarily because you like what I'm doing. That's pretty. I mean, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you put it that way, I, it is crazy to think that a certain amount of people will, will watch every upload. Right, but just you know? think of think of like what your channel would be if not only did you have the educational stuff, but you yeah. brought in this whole facet where it was like, oh yeah. sweet, Justin did his tutorial for the day, but he also has this other, yeah, thing that's purely entertainment. So just like yeah, somebody who what clicks I've been on to do. somebody who just who somebody who goes, you know, obviously there's millions of people who go to Jake and Logan Paul's channels every day looking for oh well they've uploaded something today. Somebody goes to Philly D's channel H three H you know so on and so forth. Well H three H three they're weekly, but you know what I mean. People who do daily uploads yeah. and they go to those channels expecting a new video and they 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 seek that out for entertainment purpose. And I have nothing like that on my channel, and that's yeah. where I look at it like. Hey, a designer needs to be entertained as well. Now, the problem with me is like a lot of like the stereotypical geeky, nerdy stuff. I'm just not interested. I've never watched <laughs> a Star Wars movie in my life. Um, I'm not really interested in animated comics. Um, just a lot of like the geek culture. I've never been to Comic Con. I have no interest in going to Comic Con. So that's where I'm like, I'm more like, I'd rather go out and shoot guns. I'd rather yeah. go out and, you know, I just like do like, I don't know, just other stuff. And maybe there's a there's a big audience for that. You really don't know until you try. But, you know, going back to what I believe, there's 100,000 people. 100,000 yeah. people for everything. That's all you need. Yeah. So um, I think I'm going to – I think we should start wrapping it up. It's been a decent chunk of time. I'm not sure exactly. Have we, have we hit an hour yet? Oh, yeah, we for sure hit an hour. Oh, really? Um, 
yeah so i actually had a whole bunch of things written down like okay. notes and we kind of actually pegged through all of them oh, unknowingly cool. okay. i didn't bring them up you kind of brought them up oh <laughs> like, shoot okay i had a lot of them written i had like philly uh so actually we're here at the end of it naturally which is very cool i'll show you the list after it's kind of crazy <laughs> but um i guess the last thing i want to to ask you is like so so what are your what are your future goals here what are you trying to do like now being so far into it you know doing this podcast with me like what motivates you to continue waking up and doing all these creative things and and where where do you see it going forward from here building a company i'm trying to build a company i'm trying to build a company that'll take care of me and take care of my family um, I'm trying to build a company that reaches people all the way around the world. I get messages from people in, you know, Iran, India, Australia, Canada, Argentina, like, you know, the four corners of the world, you know, up at, uh, somebody lives on a houseboat at, off the coast of Alaska. They get mail once every three months, somehow has an internet connection and they've seen my tutorials. Um, you know, being able to send stuff out to people like that, people who, you know, literally can't afford an education, uh, who want to learn about some of the stuff being being a little bit of a channel for people like that is amazing obviously uh, but also just building that larger company and 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 turning it into a, a, a huge company uh, maybe a media empire I a, a lot of it is the whole it, it's all so fast moving right I can't say like yeah. here's my five-year plan I've never had a five-year yeah. plan yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing good if I have a five-week plan yeah I um, feel you on that so it's it's kind of like my my plan is to be as open to change as possible because that it, therein I think lies the most success and you don't I forget who it was that said it but like you you don't really know where you were headed until you get there and you can turn around and look back and see all the way everything yeah. kind of connected together like even if you feel like you're grinding out and spinning yeah. your tires uh, you, you, you're just you're on your way to the next something you just don't know what that is yet so don't give up and and think that you know you've you've hit the end and everything's a big failure it's not that at all uh, very often you know six months later you're going to turn around and say oh wow shoot man good thing I didn't stop you know good thing I didn't stop doing x y or z because I'm really I'm glad with where I am now or I've learned this new thing about myself so yeah for the company it's just build build a company if uh, right now my thought is turn it into a big uh, media company that'll cover a whole variety of topics. You know, I'd love to have the design and visual channel for my media company. Love to have the sports channel. I'd love to have the cooking and home channel. I'd love to do something with regard to real estate. I would love to do something with regard to biz dev and, and money and investing and, and that kind of thing. Um, I would love to do maybe even have like a philosophy uh, yeah. related channel. Uh, branch out with the philosophy and literature. Maybe I love a lot of I, I love reading, uh, getting get 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 some of that stuff involved. Um, so build a company like that, and and yeah. there's there's always ways to monetize, and there's always um, people like people are valuable. Like I don't know how else to put it. Just knowing yeah. people, uh, you know, reaching out and, and, and meeting more and more people is going to help your business in some, like this interchange between you and I is going to be beneficial for both of us in some way. How exactly? Yeah. I can't even tell you right now, but who And knows? the people. <laughs> right. Well, right. And of course, and, and for anybody who listens to it, hopefully, if they've stuck around this long. Uh, <laughs> if you guys did stick around this long, again, you are my favorite as, type of people. As, as Justin tells me, we have surpassed an hour. Um <laughs> So, you know, that, that, that's the plan for the company. The plan is really that there's no plan. It's just, it's, it's stay open to change. Um, do what you love for as long as you can do it. 
And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't see it ending anytime soon because ultimately what I love is building businesses. So even if Tutvid were to disappear tomorrow, I would just wake up the next day and start a new company and whatever yeah. that would be, it would, you know, it's, it's whatever I felt, whatever I feel like doing. And that's just, you know, if you, if you know how to solve a problem, it doesn't matter what problem there is because you will solve it. And that's the way I look at everything to do with the business. I don't care if I can't see how something will work, I'll make it work. That's that's a hundred, and that's not being like a, a, a you know, narcissist. Yeah, Egomaniac. or like a, a pretentious, um, cocky, whatever you want to say. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't look at it that way at all. I just, it's just a way of operating. It's not yeah. even, it's not even. A, I'm better than you. I think it's something anybody can do. I, I don't think it's talent. I think it's hard work more than anything else. And I, I still don't feel like I work nearly as hard as I could or I should. No, that's yeah. a daily struggle. Is just, you know, man. I see. I wasted that hour. I, I have the stack of post-it notes here. I've logged every single day I've worked since August of 2015 when I decided Jeez. to restart the channel. I have this huge thick stack of post-it notes and I, I know and every week I log my averages for the week I've averaged this many hours of work a day this many hours of play time this many hours of other activities uh, this is how many hours I've slept I do I keep track of so many I'm just I've turned like into a fanatic about keeping track of these numbers but what it does is it helps you just slowly get better and slowly say you know what so what if I work 14 hours a day? Like, isn't it better to work eight hours a day if I'm fully locked in, in the zone, eight really good hours of work yeah. rather than 14 so-so hours of work, right? Yeah. But wouldn't it be the best if I could work 14 hours where I'm yeah. really locked in? So like, that's that's the kind of stuff that I'm working on. So, um, so, so where can people, so what's the best way for people to reach out to you now? to support you on that and just to follow and keep up with you. Yeah, I know you have tutvid.com. What yeah. are you focused on? Where are you at the most for people? In Instagram is probably the best, just at tutvid. Yeah. Uh, but you can also get me on Twitter where I'm also at tutvid. You can also get me on Facebook where I'm facebook.com slash tutvid. Uh, you could go and of to course your YouTube channel. Yeah, and of course, Subscribe. yeah, YouTube, <laughs> youtube.com slash tutvid. Subscribe if you think you'll be interested in the videos and hopefully yeah. I deliver stuff that you really like. And Yeah, and, yeah uh, I think a lot of people, know. if you're watching me, then definitely check it out you probably enjoy yeah, at, at the very least i do two premiere pro tutorials a week yeah. and it's gonna and there's gonna be one after effects tutorial every other week and that's just where we are currently before i get like a full-time writer in here and we can really start banging away at stuff yeah but yeah i mean it's i just have fun with it man you know you just gotta ride yeah. with it have fun stay up late work late yeah we're both <laughs> night owls for sure but um <laughs> yeah so go check them out go definitely give nathaniel a follow I think you're almost at 10k on IG. We'll get you to. I'm, I'm like we'll get you to 10k. I think I'm 100 short of it. Uh, maybe by the time this podcast comes, oh, out, you'll be I'll there for sure. 10, without my help, <laughs> let me see where I am. Yeah, I'm at. I'm. I'm. I'm less than 150 short of 10,000. Yeah. Which I'm waiting for that 10,000 because I want. I think be you to can swipe it, up. <laughs> throw that. Yeah, exactly. Throw that link in the Instagram yeah. story. Which, but know, uh, every yeah. every click counts. <laughs> but uh, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. First guest honors complete. Now I've. Uh, now I can, now I can write, check that off, you know, and we can continue the podcast and hopefully I keep doing episodes of these. So thank yeah. you, man. I much appreciate you coming on. I appreciate Any final words. Me. Appreciate no, you. I, appreci me? I appreciate you Perfect. having me. And, and I don't know if you've ever looked at your, who watches your videos, how many, like the percentage of subscribed versus unsubscribed. But for me, it's like 75% of the views I get are unsubscribed people. So for oh, anybody, yeah, yeah, who's, yeah. anybody who's listening to this that isn't subscribed to Justin, yeah. I it's forgot all you to have to do my is, outro. is slide that little mouse button down to that subscribe button and click it. And anytime he makes a video in the future, it'll get, you know, it'll show up in your little subscription box on YouTube. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing.
I forgot to give my outro, so I guess to end this off, I should say, if you don't know me, uh, Justin, Justin Odisho here on the channel. I make daily creative videos, so you can subscribe to my channel here, check out more of the podcast, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well, everywhere on the web, really, at Justin Odisha, which you'll find all in the description. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you in the next podcast episode and other videos, and I'll see you next time.